tonight in our Christmas special, we're letting go to season one of Due South with the final episode. Cue the music. <laughs> Southeast, the program that's mildly racist towards Canadians. We're only joking. The show that brings you Jews South, it's Jews one episode at a time. And we've done that so many times that we're now on the final episode of season one of Jews South. We've galloped through these over a mere year and a half. <laughs> sometimes we missed episodes. Sometimes we've done special te- top 10 episodes. We've done interviews. Yes. It's been a wild ride getting through season one of due south and we've loved every moment we've tried to keep it more regular than we end up doing but life gets in the way but of course i'm joined by some festive friends we're of course joined by dotty baker Woo! we're doing applause this week for some reason <laughs> and uh, two ladies which need no applause because they're not that good uh, please welcome my mounty friend michelle mounty michelle Mountie, yeah you just said mounty friend yeah mounty michelle mounty michelle and someone who's always at our aid. Civilian aid, Nicola. And we're going to be joined later in the show by a very special guest, the artist formerly known as Johnny White Trash, Blaine Garrison. So we, we've got a lot of festive goodies in store, but we're going to mostly be not festive because we're yeah. just talking about an episode. But we thought it would be a very special episode to talk about the last one in the series. After last, last week's... Uh, Part, second part of Victoria's Secret. This episode leads in directly from that. And I kind of, I love the kind of flow of this going out of the series. If anything, because we're recording this straight after recording the Victoria's Secret part two episode, I sort of wish we'd watched it separately. Yeah. Just because, like, it's it's really good, this episode. But next to Victoria's Secret... I think anything's going to fall short. And this yeah. is a nice kind of like small episode, which is fine. And it's perfectly valid to do that at the end of the series. Although kind of part of me also thinks maybe they should have just ended on Victoria's Secret, save this one for the beginning of series two. But I think that could have worked well, actually. Yeah, done another episode, did something different before. Yeah. Save this as the beginning of series two, because you've got that cliffhanger yeah. and then it would... But that's just yeah. a... No, I think that's a really good idea. I'm a bit late now, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can you just travel back 20 years <laughs> yeah. and sort that out, Michelle? I'll see what I can do every Christmas. Michelle. Jeez, every time would be not 
structuring to use South Series 1 properly when you were 17 or whatever it was. But before we get to that, we've got certain orders of business we always have on Due South by Southeast. And let's start by Michelle. What rum we're drinking? Ooh, we've got a good one this week. I've got to find the bottle. Make an old lady sounds as I move around now. That's not good, is it? Um, so we have a Bacardi this week. So it's a white rum, but it's a raspberry flavoured rum. Raspberry flavoured Bacardi. Yes. White rum. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. We've so far, while we recorded, I've tried this with orange juice. You guys with lemonade. Yeah. And we tried each other's. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, it's already going to that tone, is it? It were missing. Yeah. Considering <laughs> this is the third podcast we've recorded today, one other due south by southeast, one Gallifrey Stands Christmas special. We might be a little tipsy, so it might go off the rails pretty darn early. Yeah, but now we've got what, what? What have we got now in our glasses? Uh, so glasses. Glasses. So we have one glass with a a shot of this rum, so we're going to be drinking it neat. And we're going to shotgun that in a minute. Yeah, we are. And we also have a glass of the rum, and we've mixed it with orange juice and lemonade. So we thought we'd try mixing it yeah, together. It's a sure idea, wasn't it? Yes, it was. See, I am. I have ideas sometimes. Women with ideas. Yeah. What next? Yes. <laughs> oh, no more place. We'll be allowed out the house with clothes on next. Oh, quite grateful. Oh, yeah. I disagree with that. <laughs> as long as there's no clothes within the house, we're all good. And I'd like to thank you both for coming naked tonight. <gasps> we are not naked. The thing is, we're not also saying we're not. Well, she just did. I just did. Yeah, but how did you? There was a, there was a pause like, first, though, like, while she put her robe back on. Actually, maybe I'd had a few and thought, well, am I naked? Let's just check. <laughs> right, You're already beating off the time. microphone. <laughs> oh, goodness. This is the level we're starting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's only going to go south from here. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, this is fun. I'm liking this. I like this kind of silly vibe. It's like the Adult end of term version. kind of vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the, like over eighteen version. Oh, sorry. Cheers, guys. Oh, we're doing our shot. Oh, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Actually, that was smoother than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and it shows that we usually. Like, when we do shots, we usually fill up one of these, which is about two shots worth. Because mm. I was like, oh, is that all there's in there? Yeah, that's surprisingly smooth. Oh, well, it yeah. hit me then. It hits you I afterwards, it hit me a little bit. Oh, it's very warming. It's throat in your stomach It's now. warming. Oh, it's going yeah. to Now, Bacardi, I've actually done, like, I don't know if you've ever done straight shots of Bacardi before. No. I have, because I'm a big Bacardi fan. And uh, not recently done it, but... And if Bacardi are listening and, you know, they feel like that mention's worth anything, you know... Send us a free bottle of rum. Um, But it is quite... Whoa. (laughs) So that actually, like you say, it's smoother than I thought. Yeah. And I'm not a huge raspberry fan, but I really like that flavour in there. This one is... very nice. It's definitely worth a try. And it works with the orange juice very nicely. Actually, I'll try it with... And it works with the lemonade very nicely. We know both of those work. How does it all work together? Life sampling here, people. Mm-hmm. Nice. You don't get this on every Two <laughs> South podcast, mainly because, like Tiggers, we're the only one. Oh, I really like that. That's nice. And actually, I have to say, this rum, very reasonably priced, if I can get that out. I'll have to take it a sip. How much was it? I paid £13 in Sainsbury's. Wow, That's pretty good. Wow. Although they have started doing, they've got actually quite a few price crash 
Yeah. Alcum Holes. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It, it was on offer, but they'd only knocked off a pound. So it was £14 originally. That's not so too bad. Very good price, I thought. But if you think yeah. about it, I mean, gin, uh, they are expensive. You get so many different raspberry gins. All Ooh, different flavoured yeah. gins. By the way, Picardo, we'll take a discount voucher. But, yeah. <laughs> Anything, really, but we're not. They, you know. Gin has started doing all the flavours, so really, you shouldn't be. So yeah, rum so maybe this is the rum market getting into that. Yeah. Any of the other rums who feel we haven't given their druthers and want to send us some or a yeah. discount voucher, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just putting it out there. Or a crate, if you. A crate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that might be going a little far. You know, for crate, what then... they're likely to do, but yeah, if we ask for a crate, then maybe they go, "Oh no, we'll send you one." You know. <laughs> yeah. You'll need to have. You're playing high. I'm just going. Fifty p. Fifty p. If they have, <laughs> if they do send a pallet. They'd have to send it with a tail lift because we don't have a forklift to accept. Now I kind of want a barrel. I want a barrel of rum. <laughs> Jesus, we're just upping it. Right, we'll keep on upping it until you send some. <laughs> until you send us something. We want a distillery now. Yes. <laughs> Sometime next year we'll be getting in a barrel of rum. <laughs> so um, Getting in it. <laughs> but it'd be on trucks, so they'd have to... It'd be in the truck, they'd have to get it down, so they'd have to roll out the barrel, and we'll have a barrel of us. Hey! <laughs> Music, as well as everything else in this podcast, what more could you ask for? Oh, it's a Christmas treat, isn't it? What was that to yourself? Okay, yeah, let's get some of that in a minute. <laughs> we did watch an episode, we really but did. Wait, wait, wait. What is a business first? Oh, Calm yourself, woman. Oh, I'm getting excited. See, us women. <laughs> We we just have to remain with balls of wool and kittens. <laughs> oh, yeah, Michelle, is there anything that uh, you know? We usually do what, what what your week's been like. Michelle, is there any anything you've been involved with Christmas related that you might want to plug at this stage? I I don't know anything. Anything at all? Any? I did a Christmas, charitable work. I did an audio Christmas play for the. For, I would say for Doctor it wasn't for Doctor Who. Um, well, for it's Doctor for Who Doctor Squee. podcast, yeah, Doctor Squee, Gallifrey Stands podcast. Doctor Squee, my twin brother, who sounds yeah. a lot like me. He does, yeah. Sometimes I can't tell you two apart. I know. I thought you were a triplet. Yeah, well, no. the captain as well. You're mentioning mm. there, of course. You uh, have a lot of hats. Captain from Retrek, I believe the Star Trek podcast that you want to check out right now. Just just type in Retrek into your uh, podcast catcher, and you'll find it. Yes, but the audio play. Um, the Time Anchor. I even had to think then. Was that Doctor Who and the Great Time Anchor? Is that what you mean? Oh, I was close, wasn't I? <laughs> but no cigar. No, no cigar. <laughs> yeah. Awesome play. Go and listen to it when it comes out. Well, the it's probably be coming out the same day. Oh, go and so listen you, to it. So yeah, just just follow Gallifrey Stands or look up Gallifrey Stands again in your favourite podcast catcher, and uh, we're raising money for Dogs for Good with that. Yeah. So it's it's free to download. But it does give you details on there. How to donate at justgiving.com forward slash pod dogs. P-O-D-D-O-G-S. Oh, damn, I've spoiled it. Uh, but that's a charity which helps disabled people get paired up with helper dogs and also does some fantastic community projects. So really great cause. Like, even if you just listen to this, just please donate because uh, we're up to 300 quid already because... We did a 24-hour podcast, which Due South by Southeast was involved in. That'll be coming out next week, the episode of that, probably. And uh, it was just uh, really a lot of fun. We raised a lot of money already, and uh, we want to raise even more. So uh, thank you very much. But uh, we're going to get on with the episode now. But first of all, we've got the order of business that is... Billy! 
festive edition. Edition, 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 edition. Nice effects. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, so, last Christmas, we opened up the Mini Mountie Club Golden Circle. Now, Michelle, you'll, of course, have on your Mini Mountie list the Golden Circle written separately. Uh, no, I didn't write them separately. Write it down now. Okay, so last year, we inducted Golden Circle member number one. Write faster. I'm ready. Number one was Paul Gross. Number two was Canadian Santa. <laughs> did we put American Santa down? I'll make him number three anyway. We'll say we yeah, did that as well. We'll do that. Uh, we love British Santa, but he's not really involved in this. So uh, so now, this year, guys, any nominations for the Golden Circle? Well, can I nominate Diefenbaker? Of course you can. Is it Diefenbaker or is it the... Wolves that played um, in. I suppose because we're watching series one, it should be Lincoln. That's the. Leave Lincoln. Yeah, yeah we'll Lincoln. put Lincoln and we'll, we'll, we'll do the other yeah. one later so they're, they're all covered. Nicola, what, what's your nomination Can for I the Golden Circle? Two? Sure. Okay. Make other we go along. Why not? <laughs> Can I have um, Benny's dad? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Gordon Pinsent. Because yeah. I love him a little bit. And, and the act. The actor is so good. I, I've not actually seen him in probably anything else. I think I might have caught him on something else at some point. But as I understand, he's a, a legend in Canada. He's a great stage actor as well. Awesome. And just in this, he is perfect. He he hits every note. He can be... He is often used as a comedy folk, but when he needs to, he brings a drum like that. When like they've got the Buck Frobisher episodes. Yeah. Just marvellous. And... The other one was uh, Ray, Ray Vecchio. And oh, I was going to say David Marciano. Ah, right. And the reason for me was actually, if I hadn't watched this episode, and the, particularly the last episode, I probably wouldn't have said him. I'd have just kept to uh, Benny's dad. But the reason I did was the two comments that um, he made when, uh, I know, sorry, it's Victoria's Secrets again. But um, the first one was when he was in the car with him and, he, and Benny says, uh, just take the deal, Ray. And Ray's like, no, it's like, just take the deal. Not in your lifetime. Yeah, not in your lifetime. And then the obviously at the end where he then is on the floor, bullet in his back, and he says, I should be with her. And he says, what does he say? And I think we brought this up in the last episode. And he said, oh, he needs to go to the hospital or call an ambulance. He wants to go to the hospital. And for me, that just shows his level. And then in this episode, we'll see that go on as well. So to me, it's just that level of, yeah, his feelings towards Benny. And I think, if anything, the end of Victoria's Secret really showed us mm. that Ray's got Benny's back. Oh. <sighs> yeah, he'd never shoot him in the back, would he? <laughs> or stab him, should I say? Shot him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you fluffed the joke. But really. um, he, he would shoot him in the back, was why my joke works. He'd never stab him in the back. <laughs> as well. And then your joke... <sighs> oh, dear. Never work with... Nicholas and children and animals. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I prefer animals. <laughs> I just say Dotty, yeah, Dotty's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm podcasting pro. Thank you. Yeah, I'm Oh, she's you. walked out of the room. That's the oh, third podcast in a row you made her walk out of the room. Oh. And if you listen to Gallifrey Stan's Christmas special and last week's episode, you can see the running joke. Yes. Oh, she's gonna demand more money. From me. <laughs> demand, is she? Demand. Demand that money. So my two. I mean, 
it's it's lovely that you guys have mentioned all these these wonderful people. But I mean, I, I I'd like to pay respect to people who gave their time for us. So uh, T Dog Craig, Tony hey. Craig, Detective Jack Huey himself, who was our first ever Due South star here on Due South by Southeast. I was really I. I wasn't sure we were going to get anyone. It was really starting to look like no one was going to reply to our emails. Mm. And by the way, Michelle, your next mission is to try and track down Gordon Pinsent. <laughs> okay. Yes. I've, I've got to try and work some context. There's got to be someone who might have an in for him. Mm. Not it in for him. Have an in for him. <laughs> and our friend Catherine Bruyere. Yes. So lovely. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, Tony was so cool and so awesome with us, but... She's just lovely. There's something innately wonderful and she was so kind and nice when you spoke to her and then putting her, us on her priority emails because we asked something of her. Like, we were cheekily asking something and she puts us on her, her priority emails. So if you listen to last week's episode, you'll hear that story. Yeah. If you haven't already. And yeah, why wouldn't you? Of course they have. Of course they have. Of course they have. So I I think that's the the end of the golden circle. Awesome. Uh, we we close the circle yeah. until next year. So uh, yeah, I, I like the golden circle because like usually we've got to get the permission of anyone we put on the list or make an excuse why we haven't got yeah. it that works for us. But this is you know it's a tribute thing. This this the golden circle is a tribute list. Yeah. Now we've got two members who are on the golden circle and on mini Mountie regular list. Sweet. The same way that you're on the list and you're also Brulenta. That's a very rare... Like, the Van diagram of that is one. But they didn't work as hard as I did to get the spot. They didn't have to clean the shoes and do the things. See, we won the hosts. And what you did with Michelle. (laughs) I'm just glad we got on video. (laughs) So now we're going to get into the episode. (laughs) I think we should. Moving swiftly on. (laughs) And and she did. Yeah, so that was an episode that we watched, you know. Yes, that was. <laughs> <laughs> the most giggly episode to date. No, now, none of the listeners care about the episode. No. They just want to know about the after dark bits. Letting go. Juice South after go. dark. And by the way, did you notice that uh, he says in last episode... Something along the lines of, oh, I have to let go of Victoria. Mm. A little callback yeah. there. See, see, I can be serious. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's the name of the episode, and you said that. Yeah. That's fun. So I, I like that little thing. Oh, by the way, sorry, just because I haven't mentioned it thus far. Uh, for my, It was my 40th birthday the other week. Uh, by the way, thank you to, to Serena and Nicola for, for helping doing a lot of the organising on it and for Michelle for helping set up the hall and uh, both of you just for being so lovely with it but uh, our friend uh, Lucy Caton who was due originally to join us tonight for this record I was going to thank her in person for the wonderful present she gave me which uh, she was a fan of Due South when it was on TV and she had a signed uh, DVD, well, DVD, VHS case VHS. <laughs> which is uh, I don't know if she's framed it up especially for me or if it was already framed, but she's framed it and given it to me and it's signed by um, by Paul Gross and David Marciano. And it, it is amazing. Very cool. So thoughtful. What a wonderful gift. And uh, now that's in our, our Dottie Baker podcasting suite yeah. slash Dotty Who podcasting suite. Oh. What? 
name for the retract one. The commander that. dot. She can't believe we've got a commander. You have two. Big ship. You have Commander Wolf and Commander Riker. Yeah, I just thought I might get a bit confused if we go Commander and uh, get too hard. Why do we say Commander Dot? Yeah. <laughs> when do you ever just say yes. Commander? When do, like when are you that much in a hurry that it's like saying Dot at the end is going to take too long? You know me, I shorten everything. So who's the Commander? Was it Elliot? No. Or Jake? Yeah. He's Captain. You're Captain. No, no, he's, no, he's not Commander. He's, um... Commodore. Ah, yes, yeah, so we don't have a commander. We have commander. Sorry, yes. Although Dottie is going to complain that she's not in control of the fleet. <laughs> no, I think you'll find I'm vice admiral. <laughs> she's such a diva. <laughs> hashtag diva baker. Please use that hashtag on Twitter. Just anyone. We don't care if it's one person. We're just very amused by that. Shall we talk about the episode? Maybe. Um, oh, our MDP. I'm going to look that up, oh, aren't yeah. I? The one person who can't read very well, and I'm the one who does this every week. I still haven't figured out why. Look, I have to try and read my horrendous writing every week. Yeah, my writing isn't good either. I'm dyslexic. That's a whole package of crap. Okay, this is from Anonymous again. God, they, they like to hide their light under a bushel writing the episode descriptions. Fraser begins to suspect... To suspect... To suspect... Frasier. Suspect. Yeah, I know. I know the word. I'm just trying but to spit out. You suspect. I know. That's why I stopped the mic. Fraser begins to suspect a, that a doctor at a hospital is being blackmailed. I mean, there's a bit more to that than that. Well, they don't want to give away all the spoilers, do they? Oh. Or anything. Bit of trivia here. When this episode first aired, an ad for the 1995 Buick Riviera ran during the first commercial break, ostensibly a nod to Ray Vecchio's use of the 1971 Riviera Riviera throughout the season. Ah. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, just one bit of trivia on there. Awesome. Like hey, guys. Uh, yeah, Michelle. Oh, Michelle, stop whacking my microphone stand. And that's not metaphor, guys. Actually, yeah, that's why. <laughs> this is not getting any better tonight, is it, for the old uh, innuendo? Innuendo. Michelle. That's no, not episode. innuendo, Michelle. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I'm just going to carry on, even. People are going, wow, they're just, they're, they're less due southy than usual. Yeah. It's taking longer and longer to get to it. Yeah, 22, 23 minutes, basically. Uh, last time it was. <laughs> 17. Mind you, we already uh, did mention a few bits. We've mentioned it, yeah. Yeah. What we can do is we can just run through the list and then go off and have a cigarette. (laughs) Not not because any of us smoke, but the odd... Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going for. That was an episode. (laughs) Yeah, Michelle, get on with it. God, why's she stalling? So, the episode, Letting Go... So it's, yeah, straight go. into it. I've already said that, sorry. It was an encore. So Benny's been shot. Shot in the back by Ray. So we start this episode. He He's on a trolley being rushed through the hospital. Um, Ray right there with him, with the doctors. 
And he's having flashbacks to Victoria as he's being pushed along. Conveniently, flashbacks only from the two parts of Victoria's Secret, not from their original meeting. No. Funny. Yeah. Where did the footage to that go? Yeah, well, one of the doctors, he looks at the doctor and he's seeing Victoria's face there. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's quite a dramatic start. It's, you know, normally there's a nice little start to um, do self. Usually a little nice little Ray and Benny moment. This is straight in, rush, 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 dramatic start. Um, oh, I liked it. That was good. Yeah, it's a nice, nice tight way of getting into the episode. Yeah. It uh, continues on from the one before. And again, if it was standing alone, I think I... It just took me a while to get into this one and accept that it wasn't the high-paced drama that was Victoria's Secret Part 1 and Part 2. Yeah. I think I found the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a clip that you wanted to play in, but I don't know if you want to play that in yet or... Yeah, let's do it. Uh, So we're trying something different. I hope this is going to play okay, but basically because of the new setup in the podcasting room... I'm going to try playing it through the iPad from YouTube. And YouTube has now restarted itself. Bloody, of course it is. There you go. All hooked up. Doesn't this thing come with an automatic horizontal hold? That's extra. Extra. Wanna press the red button? <sighs> hey, this thing's broken. Hey, it's not my department. Call 217 for service. It was never working in the first place. <sighs> I finally get you to say yes to the damn thing and it's broken. Three weeks. 21 days staring at beige walls with beige linoleum day in and day out. You know, you can leave, Ray. I mean, you don't have to come here every day. I know that. I mean, you have a job. You should go to work. I do go to work. When? When you're asleep. You do that a lot, you know. Oh. Still, I think... Look, you start your physical therapy, you get your sea legs back. In the meantime, we get through this the only way I know how. Baseball. Who's playing? Who cares? This is great, Ray. Thanks. Don't they have rules about this sort of thing? Uh, The nurses have all taken pity on him. They feed him, they water him, they walk him regularly. They like him, he likes them. He eats better than I do. I think he's even happier here. In great. Okay, by the way, how clear? That was good. Yeah, yeah it's it's nice really to actually good. have clips playing clearly. I, I thank you guys for bearing with us through the rest of the series, where we've either had it really kind of loads of background background noise because I've recorded through my iPad, or last week it was very muted because I was trying to record microphones. And anyway, th- that's going straight through the board. So sweet, really nice. But yeah, um, I, I, there's so much. It, so much actually is including that clip, yeah. really. So you've got it's it's kind of a lot of unspoken stuff. So Ray's been trying to do everything for Benny, and we we get into that more in the episode. 
but he he's obviously trying to do something to make up for well, shooting, shooting him. him. Benny's being more standoffish than usual, even a bit. Well, you don't have to stay here. I think there's a bit of like a, a mm. thing to that. And Diefenbaker, I, I'm worried Dottie has left this room to go to the hospital to move in because <laughs> now she thinks yeah. that's what that is. And you bet she'd get the uh, hospital stuff wrapped around her fingers. But yeah, that would wrapped around her paw. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that would definitely happen. Yeah, she'd grow a finger just to wrap them around it. Doctor Deef, as we were calling him. Yeah. Dr. D. Awesome. It was really good to see that he's doing a lot better now. You know, he's out of the vets. Yeah, I mean, although, just to play devil's advocate, he was shot last... He was shot in the two episodes ago. Last episode, he's in the vets. You know, in a pretty poorly way. Now Sonny's just roaming around there absolutely fine. We don't see any sign of any injury. I'm calling bullshit on that. (laughs) I, I think, like, the, the amount of things where we're following Benny and when he tries to get up and he moves around and he, he he's, he's, he's under physiotherapy. Nothing but teeth. He was he was shocked too, you know. Yeah, do you think that he was playing on it then, but then when he heard that Benny was been shot, he was like, oh, okay, need to get back to it, you know. <laughs> yeah, he ran after uh, <laughs> Benny and it's like, oh, crap, I've given it away. <laughs> I mean, oh, <laughs> No, he looked so sad last time. I don't think he was playing. With it. No, yeah, uh, he's recovered well. We should be happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, but there was a funny scene, wasn't there? Um, because even Diefenbaker was, looked like he was being a bit funny with Benny. Yeah. When he was led there in the bed, and Benny had a fly on his toe, and he was trying to wiggle his toe, and he couldn't move enough to get this fly off, and he was trying to reach for something to get it, but he knocked it on the floor, and Diefenbaker was just sitting there looking at him like, "I'm not helping you." And after yeah. the last episode, you'd understand why. Yeah, I and mean, there was this moment where uh, Benny then reaches for a back scratcher and manages to knock it off the arm of the bed, and it falls on the floor, so he can't get to. Yeah. And that's when he looks to Deep and Baker. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You could just tell by looking at Deep. He's like, "Yep, not helping you." Yeah, sorry. Uh, do you want to get Victoria to help you with that? Because <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. going to go away with yeah. her. And you would see this little paw just knock it out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With one of his, like, a little bit of his paw, he managed to just lift it forward to, as if to indicate giving the finger. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that in here. You were, like, very, like, tentative. No, he's doing as if it's deep and oh, sorry. So I he's got the paw with, like, the... the... You know where they've got little yeah. lines between the paws? So, yeah. like, a... Almost fingers. It's like somehow he managed to move one segment forward to give him the oh, finger. You know, I'd love to see. You can't see Diefenbaker, but up from the bed comes his paw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just got this fake uh, finger like the game Halloween just taped to his paw. Rock <laughs> <laughs> No, Victoria, am I? <laughs> Hey, here's a seat one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat all the food that comes in. <laughs> Although hospital food, you might not mind. Oh Jesus, yeah. Some of the stuff. Well, you work in the yeah, uh, general here. Well, yeah. Your nurses don't eat that food. <laughs> oh God, I've seen. Oh, when my mum was in once, and uh, they put an omelette in. I've seen some disgusting hospital food, but it just... Oh, it's 
It's like, like rubber. Yeah. Really, well, it looked like rubberized stick, like the fake vomit you yes. see get in joke shops. That's exactly <laughs> that is what it looks like. Except yeah. for wetter. Yeah. Oh. Like, the, the, and not wet as in the egg's wet. The egg is like, like rubber with like just this gel of fat over it. Oh, grim. That's good, isn't it? Not. <laughs> are, are we bringing that back? Since we've got a 90 show, we're bringing back I'm not. Bringing that back. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, Very. <laughs> oh, you wanted me to bring up gifts at hospital? Yes, and there was a reason being. It's because. You... <laughs> yeah, and you were like, what? What do you want me to get, get you from the hospital? <laughs> yeah, we then went on to suggest Misha should do a, a, um, a hit on the... Well, first of all, you were going, no, I think you should nick it from people's bedsides. Yeah, yeah can you yeah. bring us some gifts yeah. back? And yeah, then I'm we very, I'm very the, sort of humanitarian. Like, then we started on the gift shop as well. <laughs> yeah, do a graph. Was it smash and grab smash on the Smash and gift? grab. <laughs> Just in, in your break. <laughs> But after we go, no, no, make a note of gift shop. And you went, note of gift shop. No, yeah. I actually wrote I note of. You wrote, 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 right yeah, I wrote, write down <laughs> gifts at hospitals. I didn't need to write down the write down. Just need to do it. Well, the reason <laughs> I wrote the gift bit is because, uh, do you remember, well, we will remember, because it's not Do you back. remember the time when we fell in love? Do you remember no. the time when we first met? That on Victoria's Secrets Part 1. I don't even like Michael Jackson that much. You're about to say Victoria. <laughs> Victoria sure Jackson. Yeah, none of us like Victoria. Look, oh, look at the oh. mess she's caused. Um, Victoria Jackson. No, Victoria. Who is Victoria yes. Jackson? I don't know if I there is know. one. I'm on the Disney. Uh, Not a girls. clue. Don't know. Anyway, going back to my thing. Basically, Part 1. When he first meets up with Victoria again. He has a day off, doesn't he? Yes. Do you remember? Yes. And everybody is that worried about him and etc. etc. He has a ton of flowers, cars, everything, gift baskets turn up. They show the clip of him in hospital shot and he's barely <gasps> got anything round the bed. That's very true. Do you think though, maybe that's his choice? He's going, I don't want any of that stuff. I'm not in the mood. Just doesn't seem I, I buy that. I buy that. Yeah, maybe okay. he's decided. We see a lot of the clips in his hospital room. At some point, we'd probably get a bit where someone comes in with a bunch of flowers and he goes, No, I don't want any more gifts. Uh, it's just unspoken. Mm. That's a bit strange, isn't yeah. it? I just thought that was a bit odd for me that he wouldn't have. I thought, okay, probably not do the joke again and go over the top with it, yeah. but have a room more full of flowers yeah. than there was. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, that was why I said it. <laughs> well, it start and then it moves on, and it starts off with Defen Baker kind of like staring out the window, and this starts off the window perving, as we were calling. Oh, it's it. great, and it, it's I, I love scenes where they just got Paul Gross talking to the wolf. Yeah, and I mean it's great acting by him because you always buy it, and when they they move the camera over to Defen Baker, just give you a look, and that. Bloody wolf can... It, I mean, both the wolves they use for this show can express... I mean, how do they do? Do they go to the trainer, right? We want him to look like this. Yeah, they go, no problem. <laughs> hey, uh, Lincoln, can you give him your moody? <laughs> it's so impressive, isn't it? It is. And uh, the way... I mean, it could sound very much like, what's that, Skippy? Timmy stuck down <laughs> the, the well? 
it, it could sound like that, but it doesn't. It always sounds natural and flowing, which must be so difficult as an actor to pull off mm. when you're talking to a wolf. Yeah. Always looks great. And yeah, um, he's going, it's like, well, yeah, but it's not very professional to look out the window. Uh, yes, I am looking that way, but I've got to sit like this because <laughs> I've been shot. It's a best position for me. Well, yeah, I could close my eyes, but that would just be childish. <laughs> can I just, I, I'm going to say, can I just digress for one second? I know we don't like to do that, and we don't do that a lot. We're normally very professional. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this once, just don't let it happen again. You mentioned Skippy. Have, shop? have you ever seen, do you remember the advert of the Skippy advert? Was it with Maltesers or something? And he knocks the boy into the well. Have you ever seen that? And then they, yeah, they, they come along and ask what? Skippy about the boy in the well, and he's like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's actually pushed him into the well to get the Maltesers I think sorry I just digressed there but it reminded me of that I you think Deef would do that no it was just it was just because we mentioned Skippy mind you we might do that to Benny after we might, what yeah. he did whoops yeah. oh you fell down the hole did you yeah just slip <laughs> you said I don't see nothing fall <laughs> uh, yeah. out of bed did you <laughs> Land on your wound, did you? <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a nice bullet wound. Be shame if someone lent on that. <laughs> oh, you should have an episode called <laughs> "Deep the Revenge." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, come on, say so, yes. And I do like it when they're showing the windows, but in context, this is a very weird episode because you have got Benny looking out the window at what everyone's doing. Yeah, I'll I'll buy that. That's fine. But then he looks in at the physio taking, doing a, I take it, physiotherapy gym class of some description, and he's probably perving her. I mean, that's not only is it not very Benny at all. But especially not after he's just been screwed over by the love of his life. Like mm. that that well, is she a just little jarring. And she just opened up this sexual side of him. I mean well, and, do you know all... what they do say, there is that saying, isn't there? Um and I, I don't support this saying at all. But um the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. <laughs> he could he could be doing that might. He's I looking mean, going, yep, she'd do. To be fair, the position he's in in the hospital, he would be the one underneath. The position he's in. Yeah, he wouldn't, yeah. Well, he wouldn't be able to lay on his back very well, though, would he? Oh. Uh, but he does, though. He does, in this. We see him on his back. Yeah, we do. Actually, that's a good point. You probably wouldn't lay on your back, would you? Sorry, audience, they're just going to talk amongst themselves for a minute. <laughs> uh, we'll do a podcast in a minute, it'll be fine. <laughs> We're just debating whether he can have sex. Just turn away from the microphones to do it is what I love. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> oh. riveting stuff and everyone wants to hear it. Yeah. It's better than having a private conversation <laughs> in the middle of a podcast record. Okay, we'll move from sex to kissing. Because then he's... <laughs> Seems the wrong way around to do it, but okay. Um, he's laying in bed and he's thinking about Victoria. Just like he's... Brian Wilson did. Well, I'm... Lying in bed just like Brian Wilson did. Oh, whoa. No, that was beautiful. Benny Nicolaitis Canadian band. Okay. Totally works. Okay. Because he'd been looking out the window perving. Because he's lying there. 
Just staring at the ceiling. It's going to take a while, isn't it? And he's thinking about, oh, what to think about. Yeah, so he was perving on the couple. Um, just perving on the couple. Kissing. Kissing the cast Getting down it on. the street. Not him or the uh, couple. <laughs> and they're like, let's get it on. I'm very sorry, listeners. I'm trying to get through this. I really am. Yeah. <laughs> the musical episode this week. <laughs> this week we decide which podcast we do. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think we all lost it pretty much. Uh, go no, go on. And uh, well, yeah, yeah. So he's looking at this couple kissing, and then that's making him think of Victoria, and he's thinking about um, them kissing. Um, but then things go a little bit crazy because the um, the couple that he was watching, one of them's a doctor, one's an intern. Then there's an exchange of drugs and money, and yeah. it all goes a bit crazy. Uh, which I think we called. Um, oh yeah, and somebody was taking photos. There was somebody in the next room that was um, taking photos as well. Yeah. Um, so we called that sex, drugs, and photo roll. Uh, well, Nicola did. Nicola did. Just <laughs> give her credit where it's due. Oh, thank you. I don't have many credits, so there you go. Brilliant. Uh, I don't know why we're naming everything I, this week. I don't know, but I've got another clip. Let's go for it. Just because. I don't know where it fits in. I think this is uh, him in the hospital with his dad popping in and uh, another visitor. Well, you know, those painkillers, they can do it to you. Oh, right. Then he jumps on the painkillers. What? <coughs> Look, no more, okay? It's gonna make you fat. You're in his chair. Oh. Okay. I'm going to get out of here. Can I get you anything? No, you've you've done more than enough already. son you gotta stop doing that more boring the other way couldn't you just have sent some flowers or a card you're just mad because i didn't get here sooner no relieved is more like it if you had come sooner i might not be able to tell which one of us was actually dead yes well it's not a dirty word son besides the worst things in being dead oh really like what well, you, for instance, you wouldn't catch me moping around here because I was shot. I suffered massive nerve and muscle damage. I was lucky to survive. I'd have been back on the post next morning. I hardly think so. You've been lying around here for three weeks. Can't stay in this bed forever, you know. I don't plan to. This is called recovery. I am recovering. Huh. She got you good, didn't she? No. I was thinking of going home. To the territories? I thought I'd rebuild your cabin. 
Whatever for? Robert! Oh, my God. What? Here. Tell him to put these on the warmer. It's 70 degrees. These won't do him any good. Who are you talking to? You don't see her? Huh. It's your grandmother. She brought you some pajamas. Oh, well. Thank her for me. Of course. Anybody else drop in? No, not so far. You're babying him, Robert. He's been shot, Mother. Can't stay in bed forever. <laughs> I love that scene. And it's the fact that Gordon Pinsent, uh, what you can't see, obviously, on a podcast, is that he gets handed the pyjamas by his mum and then he's just holding his hands up as if he's holding something because yeah. Benny can't see them. Uh, it's just one. I love the idea that Benny's ghosts have ghosts. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I love this, and the way he kind of changes when he's speaking to his mum as well. You yeah. know, and he kind of kind of reverts back to talking like a child a little bit. And, oh, was... I mean, and the way it works kind of on two levels. That uh, I mean, later on, slight spoilers, but there is they do clarify later if what Benny's seeing is real or not, but. Certainly in this instance. Did it? If later, I said. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant in this episode. That's why I said spoilers. They do. Oh, no, oh, no, later sorry, in the I thought you meant, series. I was going to say, oh. No, we're not doing spoilers on this episode. It's all spoilers. No. I know, but that's uh, confused me because you didn't say episode. Anyway, if I might. Uh, later on in this series, the known as Due South, they do sort of clarify that a bit. But at the moment, if this was a psychological thing of Benny's. What psychosis is it when you see something that you imagine is seeing something else that you can't see? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But funny. Yeah. Really liked it. And you called her uh, um, Canadian ruggedness nanny. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't, from the clip. It's just I love the idea that she was, uh, yeah, you're babying him. He's been shot. <laughs> <laughs> Get a grip and get up. (laughs) Well, it's this thing of, like, we often think of uh, the nice side of Canadians, which I think is something they should be very proud Mm. of, that they're known the world over for being nice and kind people. But there is a kind of rugged, ruggedness to Canadians, a very toughness, uh, but that toughness isn't the expense of them being nice to people. So I think that's a wonderful combination to be kind and to be so hardworking and so tough into the elements. Damn it, Canadians are great. <laughs> Pardon that easy all. guy. No, 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 we love you, Matt. Follow Matt Lee, who does our music every week. We we love Matt. We love the Wonky Spanner Network. Oh, I'm just throwing that in there. And Blaine Ball talks him later. Which will be cool. And then we moved on to the inappropriate physiotherapist. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to play the clip for that because no. I just did a clip. Yeah. We were thinking of playing that as a clip, but yeah. Yeah, she's a bit inappropriate, isn't she? But the inappropriate the yeah, physiotherapist yeah, is being yeah, inappropriate. Is. Yeah. Can you expand on it and not yeah. just say I'm the like, same word? Well, <laughs> I, I've worked with a lot of physiotherapists. I've never seen them work like that before. I mean... Maybe give some examples was, of how she was inappropriate. If you let me finish, I was just about to. Yes. So she doesn't seem to have looked into his medical history before she's gone in to examine him. So she's 
weirdly pointing out all kinds of weird things and she's pointing he's, he's, she's pointing out all his scars yeah and then opens up the bandage to his fresh one yeah. going what's this <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to expose your open wound here yeah. we haven't got we any charts here or anything the only thing I came up with well, as we were going on and near the end and I thought it just from my past my head you know when he said oh um, you're a physiotherapist because of this must you know blah 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 and she went oh you've deduced me I wondered if she was trying to deduce him by going over his scars deduce him by saying this <laughs> is done by this and this was do a bit of deducing back or however inappropriate that was. Yeah. Uh, how do you explain away him, her not wearing gloves, though? So, oh, yes. Yeah, uh, are you going to wear some gloves that, before you check gloves. me? Can't see why. No gloves. I mean, I'll just yeah. expose the wound with my non-gloved hands. I mean, we, we actually questioned whether someone was going to come in and say, Sorry, who are you, madam? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back, back to your room. <laughs> We've gone off our medication again. Yeah. <laughs> It, it did feel a bit like that. Yeah, she, was quite, she was quite fit, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you didn't care that she was inappropriate. I cared. I just wish she was inappropriate in a different manner. <laughs> <laughs> I found it very strange as well that when she was examining him, her head was very close to his body the whole time. Yeah, and then never seen anyone examine a patient like that. She starts uh, examining his legs and putting her hands right on her his upper thigh, yeah. and he's like, "Yes," and that's like clearly. <laughs> Not going to get an erection right now. Kind of look on his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, also the, the they do. It, it is a nice, even though that's pretty whack. That kind of whack. Now we are going from <laughs> the nineties phrases. Back. <laughs> pretty wackadoodle right there. That uh, she does all that, but at the end, I do like that she is examining him, and he go. He starts looking out the window, and she looks over what he's looking at, and goes and sees. Then the other fitness class and goes, oh yeah, so she's got rather uh, good core strength, and that's well, it, it used a phrase that he used to explain why he worked out. She was a physio, mm. even though she he'd seen her across the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was a nice little kind of like, oh yeah, I see what yeah, you're doing. You've been watching me. Yeah, and she's cool with it because <laughs> it's Paul Gross. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I feel like I should go a little bit easy on her now. You're right. <laughs> gross, isn't it? Well, that bit's fine that she's like, you know, but... So are you saying if he was in your hospital, he'd be done No, no, I wouldn't. Right, I'm not me. saying that at all. I wouldn't. I'm very professional. Thank you very much. You're on record. Just slip yes. his number, <laughs> your number into... Well, as we're doing a colonoscopy, I'm just going to slip this in. <laughs> I wasn't saying where you were going to slip it in. <laughs> I've left a little something in there for you. <laughs> And when she was looking at the, uh, when she moved the bandage to look at his bullet hole, you're going, well, I'm used to planning on the other hole. Just going to write my number on your bandage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no. When you say write the number on the bandage, they put them up there. Bandages are external things, surely. They pull them out like a magician pulls the flag out of a hat. <laughs> Magic arse! <laughs> the great machendo! <laughs> oh, the oh sugar, that's intestines now. Yeah. Come back in. A little bit back in. Shove that. I should have tied it in there, really. <laughs> <sighs> now, 
Next note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should move on. Uh, yeah, so as they're looking out the window, is that when she sees the doctor opposite? Because he's seen this doctor with yeah, the drugs and the photos. Well, she's examining him after she points out that he's been looking yeah. into the uh, physio studio, whatever, yeah. dance studio. She then looks and sees the room that he's been looking at and she starts seeing the stuff that's going on with money exchanges and tab- you know, pills. and So she's kind of like, oh, what's happening there? Yeah. What's that with that? And he's going, oh, nothing. And not only is he trying to sort of deny that he's been watching, yeah. but also it's kind of a case of, oh, no, but we, we shouldn't do anything with that. We shouldn't get ourselves involved. And very quickly she gets him involved, which... She's met him for all of like two minutes and suddenly she's trying to get him involved with a bit of rear window. I was going to say a bit of rear window <laughs> action, but that sounds worse than I meant it. It just seems a bit odd. Yes, I'd say that's a bit odd. Yeah, yeah, it was very... Yeah, so she sees the burning pictures, doesn't she? And then she goes and retrieves them from the bin. Yeah, well, she gets her friend in maintenance, That's to, maintenance to get them. give them to her. And she goes, well, technically, this isn't breaking and entering. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, you could explain away quite a few bits by Benny being in hospital and everything. But usually, let's just say this wouldn't be Benny's kind of thing to do. Mm. Yeah, and I don't understand why she didn't just report the doctor if she thought something was going on. Yeah, it would be a duty mm. to do so, wouldn't it? Oh, you said that very good. It would be her duty to do so. I am a civilian aid and I hold that. You're dutiful? I am. Wow, no. Dutiful and beautiful, my lady. Let's be careful with that because I don't want to have that on record. (laughs) Next time you say, can you do this for me? Because you are dutiful. (laughs) No. But then I say, I'm beautiful and you're like, oh, and you do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because that's how it happens. Yeah, yeah, it works every time. Of course it does. Next night. Before she comes back with the photos, though, they have a physiotherapy session, don't they, in the gym and the pool. There's a lovely scene when they're in the pool. (gasps) Absolutely loved it. You know, was he getting out? I think he was just getting out of the pool then, wasn't he? And... Well, no, they're in there doing the physio, mm. and then Gordon Pinson shows up in his full Mountie outfit in the water. Like waist yes. deep in this pool. And he's like, uh, son, you can imagine me in some yeah, swimming, swimming trunks. <laughs> Go away. She's like, what? <laughs> they do that lovely thing of he's talking to someone she yeah. can't see. Yeah. Which, by the way, we do in my play, uh, the Canterbury uh, yes. Sands Christmas yes. play. Yes, you did nick that, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they're the first people to do it, quite frankly, and, and I won't be the last. Uh, yeah, that is a funny coincidence, though. We do have a scene a bit akin to that idea of someone's talking to someone someone else can't see, and they're reacting to what they're saying. I also... Are you going to say the second bit about... Probably, yeah, you can say it. Yeah, no, no, you, you say it. Okay. Um, yeah, so after um, Benny and the physiotherapist got out of the pool... Um, Benny kind of turns around and looks back and his dad is just floating on top of the water and he's singing along. It's, <laughs> it's brilliant. so funny. What's the song he sings again? I, I don't know what it was. Not a song I'm familiar with. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he, he's singing doing backstroke, you know, just laying in the pool. Yeah, so funny. In, in full uniform, hat and everything, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? So funny. Um, then was there another clip? Was it I don't know. What's the timestamp? 
I don't have a timestamp for that one. That's before you asked me. Oh, so you don't know the clip or the timestamp? No, you just said write down clip two. Should I give you a time? No, no, the next one you did. I think it was the physio one I was going to do at one stage. Probably it. Let's move on. Okay. Um, and then we're back in the room and... What is the timestamp for the next one? So uh, 26 care. minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah, back in the room and Ray comes to visit Benny again. Because Benny's going to go and rebuild his dad's cabin in the room. Oh, I think that was the clip. The next clip. Ah, oh, maybe that is them. Well, that's the 26 minute one. The 26 minute one is the physio scene. No, it's after the physio. Oh. Oh, it's getting all confusing. You know, you really don't have to do this. Ah, trust me. This is where, uh, sorry, it's not very precise science here yet, but this is where Ray uh, offers to buy, oh, I'll wind it back a bit. Oh, yeah, was it a bathroom? If you confine your comments and advice to matters directly concerning my physical well-being and you left my personal life to me. I was talking about the doctor. Oh, well, that's, um, that's a completely different thing. It is true, though. What is? I do hate to see a good man go to waste. Editor Squeak, clip the... Oh, Rosemary, I love you. I'm always dreaming of you. Ah! It's a power saw. So it is. Top of the line, guaranteed not to rust with a lifetime warranty. What's it for? Your dad's cabin. I thought we'd go up there together and I'd help you rebuild it. Oh. Ray, you hated that cabin. Ah, uh, no, I didn't. I just hated leaving it to go to the can, which brings me to this. Pick one, my treat. You know, you really don't have to do this. Ah, uh, trust me, I do. Okay. So what? I figured we go up there maybe two, three weeks. You get back your health, and I kill maybe three, four thousand mosquitoes. I'll get that. I'll get that. You okay? Just a little tired. Right, wait, 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 wait. Pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I think it'll be good after we go up there for a while. Yeah. Try to put Victoria behind us. You know, it'll be like a do over, you know, like a fresh start. That'll be great. Yeah. I I love that scene. It's just a really nice. It shows that 
Benny's still hurting, but he wants to forgive Ray. Yeah. Is what I get from this. See, what I got from it, and hence why I said the Benny and Ray affair, Yeah, is when he says, we'll put Victoria behind us, we'll move on. Um, it's a fresh start. It sounded like Benny the- had an affair behind Ray's bag. And you know when a couple just gets over it and they go, we'll put her behind us. We'll make a fresh start. This will be Nicola. Look, I no. Look, I know <laughs> oh, we've been having a bit of a laugh, but I think this is just a bit inappropriate. When they go up to Brokeback Cabin, <laughs> it's a very classy <laughs> affair. There's none of that shenanigans going on. No, uh, uh, and I appreciate Cabin. that upset you thoroughly, but it is kind of the way I saw it. It's only because what we deduced was actually you want to be Ray. You want to go (laughs) to Brookback Cabin with Benny. Brookback. Brookback. (laughs) Is is that the uh, the the sequel? Oh, (laughs) I never actually watched it. I'll be totally honest with you, but I do know. If you ever have the noise, will never escape your mind. I have. um, Yeah, I know what I've. You know, I know what it's about. So yeah. And you think they could splash out some leaves? Well, anyway, so I'll try and find something that constitutes as it. Yeah. I mean, even uh, Marlon Brando had some butter. <laughs> oh, was that in Tango? No. Last Tango in Paris. Last Tango in Paris, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. I've never seen that. Butter. Anyway, yeah, you did. Shall we got some more notes? Uh, yeah, yeah, loads more notes. Um, oh, really? So then the, yeah, <laughs> the physiotherapist starts making personal So visits. by the way, I, I, sorry, that sounded really dismissive this episode. I enjoyed it. Just, uh, it was a good episode. So yeah, the physiotherapist starts making phys, um, physio visits, personal visits. Uh, she comes along with some food. They chuck a... They chuck some food to Diefenbaker, still fully wrapped, which he catches in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, weird. Come on, unwrap it for him. I mean, if that was Dottie, she would just eat through the wrapper as well. Yeah. So yeah. you can't do that. Uh, yeah, and she's got the photos at this point, and she's really like starting to kind of like push him and try and get him to investigate. And oh, you know, could she be any more unprofessional? Um, oh, and then what are you, Chandler? You really are going nineties. <laughs> could you be any more unprofessional? See how many nineties? Um, this is this is the nineties Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. But Benny, you kind of see him getting back to his old self a little bit. He's looking at through the garbage. He starts licking something. And she's like, out that's of the garbage. garbage. Let's yeah. be clear. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, which, you don't know where that's been. Which, weirdly enough, was like, oh, he's back to normal. <laughs> he's doing all right now. Yeah. He felt better as the viewer. He's licking stuff. <laughs> yeah. And she gives him... When a... she's there. Anyway. Then <gasps> She's got a pair of binoculars for him and they start... <laughs> Start upping their game with the um, window purving, don't they? It's all going very carry on. Isn't it? <laughs> upping their I game. I mean, it. you really have to stretch a bit on that one. I love it. Oh, really have to stretch a bit on that one. That's what she said. Oh, so they? Yeah, and is this, do they see? I think they see this exchange going on, don't they, with the gun? Um, to the the couple that um, they were previously watching. The woman doctor, she gives the guy that she's been snogging. The woman guy. doctor. The woman do- they allow that sort of thing well, these days? They do. They Was do. it Quinn? <laughs> no. <laughs> Was it Quinn? No. no. <laughs> and actually, even then, she called herself Dr. Mike. 
Oh, no, they called her Dr. Mike, didn't they? Because um, obviously Michaela was not really a female name. So they called her Dr. Mike. I think in some ways they felt that that, that would make her a male <laughs> medicine woman, being Dr. Mike. It made them feel more comfortable, maybe. Sure. Did you not watch Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? No. I haven't seen it. I mean, I think I caught some of them at the time. I used to watch them. There you go. Was who was the lead in that? Um, it was a beautiful woman called. Yeah, I just trying to. Was it Neve? There was that. There was an. No, your daughter was not Doctor Quinn, no, Medicine Woman. She was Michaela, the lead. But um, what is her name? That That's why I asked you. In many ways. I know. I know. And it annoyed me because I don't want to look, but I know that. Anyway, uh, yeah, yes, we'll carry on with yeah. this, shall we? While you Google that. Um, yeah, so they see this. The lady doctor exchanges a gun with the man, and then he goes outside, and then we think he's going to shoot this man that um, that, was, that was taking the pictures, but then it turns out that they're kind of in um, cahoots with each other, um, and the lady doctor sees this, and she's like, oh, he's blackmailing me. So she's being blackmailed by her lover, who's supplying her the drugs. It's getting complicated, isn't it? Um, and then they're concerned that this woman is then going to kill her lover, so they called in Ray to investigate, and there was this oh, this kind of heartbreaking scene with Ray, wasn't there? Um, uh, I think I'm, yeah, I did write down what he said. He said not every woman with long dark hair tries to kill their lover. Yeah, yeah. I mean there is a nice suggestion there that Benny's reading stuff in, and Benny yeah. sort of just I think he even stops at one time and goes, oh. And it's like there's a sudden realisation. Yeah. And the way this woman has twisted events to have an alibi, which fits very nicely. Which I always like this with writing, because I think you've got to think of all this setup for all these things that look bad and then have a, an alibi for it. You've, it's almost like you're writing it twice because you've got to think of both those tracks. Yeah. And it's something I kind of, again, it sounds like I'm just trying to turn this into an advert for the Christmas play for the other podcast. <laughs> but it's something I tried to do for the first time this year is to... Do that kind of thing of one thing happening or one thing you think is happening and something else is. And I, I hope I did pull it up. I think it works really nicely. But I, I'm always really intrigued by that style of writing. And it's something which I want to do more of. I think it's really cool. Mm. Just Again, just to think on those different, in those different layers so it all fits together really nicely. Yeah. No, they do that very well. Always. And then the physio, I think she gets a bit fed up because, you know, nobody's kind of really believing, you know, because Benny's doubting it and there's no real evidence. So she gets a bit fed up and she walks out. And there's this weird whistle, which at first we weren't entirely sure where the whistle's coming from, but it must have been the physio whistling for defibrillator. Yeah, it's really weird because we weren't sure. It's it's too low, I mean, yeah. as in volume-wise. So it sort of sounds like you were saying, have they just left on <laughs> where the trainer from off, mm. off-screen whistles for defibrillator? Which... I don't think they have, but it sounds yeah. more like that than her whistling for Dee to go with her. Because she might have gone, come on, boy, or something. Like but I think that. it is meant to be her doing yeah. that. I think you're right. But to begin with, I was like, I don't think that is. It was too quiet. And then when we played back, it's like, well, that's the, all, the only thing it could be. Yeah. It was just bad ADR, which is uh, additional dialogue recording. Yeah, so anyway, Abdif um, follows her out of the room, which kind of thinks a bit strange. You know, why, why are they going off together? Hmm? Well, you find out a little bit later. <laughs> Like that. Oh, this is a family show, Nicola. Oh, oh no, but I know. <laughs> I know. No, it's not. <laughs> and do you have another sound clip? I'm um, 37 minutes in. 
Oh, yeah, tell me that when you want yeah. me to play it. Don't yeah. tell me that before at all. That's <laughs> too easy that way, wouldn't it? 37? Yeah, 37 minutes in. 37? 37. Oh. It seems to have stopped on the shot of her actually going out of the room with Diefenbaker. Oh, right. Basically shot on the bottom. Okay. All right. Oh, now there's one of her with a crop top. No, but I am. And Benny, Victoria was not your fault. Could have happened. That I don't know. You got a description of the guy? I'm not too tall. Uh, a medium build? It was dark. So no description. Well, she gave him a gun to carry. Not according to Dr. Carter. It was in her desk, I checked. Well, she did give him a gun. It was in her desk. What about the pictures? I was getting to that. You're right, they're having an affair. Who? The doctor and the intern. You want to stay with us? She's married and got a kid. A friend of hers took some pictures at a convention last year where she and the intern were getting a little too friendly, so she burned them. No negatives? She said she can get them for me if I needed them. I told her that wouldn't be necessary. What, you knew this? I saw them. Well, so what? I mean, everybody has affairs these days. Why pay blackmail when you can get away with an I'm sorry and a couple of extra therapy sessions? And It's got to be more than that. Look, she's got answers and you got a bag full of ashes. Either way, it's your word against hers. Oh, so we're just imagining things. Nothing we saw really happened. I didn't say that. Is that what you think? I think appearances can be deceiving. I can't believe you're going to let him get away with this. No, he's right. We have no evidence. A pleasure to meet you. Like her. She puts her cards on the table. Mm. And Benny, Victoria was not your fault. Could have happened to anybody. You were blindsided. I was going with her, you know. I know. there but I do it's a bit weird yeah I was going with her you know mm. yeah I know now this is where a kind of slight theory comes up was Ray shooting Benny an accident I forgot about this actually even even when I was watching this before but then watching it back I suddenly remembered that question coming up at the time when you know I think probably me and you amongst many other people talked about this episode Remember a lot of people saying, did he shoot him on purpose to stop him, to stop him going, going with her no. for his own good? Because he was about to throw everything away. I don't think he would have shot him like he did. I don't think he would have shot him in the back. So that could have paralysed him, that could have killed him. I think maybe we're going to do that, do a partial injury to the arm. I don't know. I don't know if he'd have gone for a full frontal shot to the back, surely. Maybe he was trying to full frontal shot to the back. <laughs> Yeah. Discuss. Full <laughs> backle, I think you mean. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the, correct the medical term. I, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that maybe he was going for the shoulder and just because it's moving train and maybe he just panicked and. Because he yeah. shouted out, she's got a gun. And she so did. could have been covering. Again, it was set up. I think it's purposely ambiguous because, like you say, 
way her hand was could suggest a gun, but there definitely wasn't a gun there. Uh-huh. What, you know, the, the look in even Ray's eyes looked a little bit panicked at that. And he doesn't want his friends to, to go and throw everything away. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's interesting that that's not... That it's not disproved, let's put it that mm. way. Right, wow, that's what yeah. thinking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've just, just stunned you with that one. Should we pull some more shots? Ooh, actual shot shots. Yeah. Blimey. Mm. I think I might just have a drink. Okay, well, we'll have a drink, we'll have a shot later. I want one more shot for, for the end of the episode, then. Are you right to pour? Uh, yeah, next note, Michelle. Oh, next note. I, was, oh, I don't know what to call you, Captain, Doctor. Detective. This is catching, you know. Detective. So, so following on for this, um, the physiotherapist and Diefenbaker have gone to raid the Doctor's office. So they're looking through the drawers and they find the gun is missing. And they also find uh, some vials of morphine as well. And yes. And uh, I, I love, there's a line which Ray says at this, uh, sorry, um, Penny says at this stage, which is, uh, that that is the most contrary woman I've ever met. What, more contrary than the woman last week who uh, pushed you out of a moving car, tried to shoot you, frame you for robbing all that money, more contrary than her. <laughs> Short-term memory loss, eh? Yeah, try to get you framed for murder. <laughs> Shot your dog. I'm just going to go with orange juice. Uh, sorry, we're, we're signing for what we're drinking with the rum. <laughs> oh, but then outside, we, uh, we find out that the photographer has been shot dead. Um, the Ray is, phones up Benny to tell him, you were right, she shot the photographer. Um... So obviously Benny's very concerned because the physio and beef, beef, I was going to call them then, beef and baker. Beef and baker. <laughs> yeah, beef and baker. Um, no, beef and daker it would be. Okay. Um, yeah, so in the room, so then he's like signalling her to like sort the phone out. So he phones her up and says, you need to get out of there. She's killed the photographer. So her and beef and baker hide in a cupboard. And the doctor comes in. The lover comes in. There's a scuffle. I mean, it's, it's like camping. Yeah. It's intense. <laughs> Actually, can intense. I take us back a bit? Something when I was pouring that and listening that I thought about. Mm. Um, you know when he uh, he goes out with a gun? I've got two questions, really. Basically, she gives... Uh, we're going back a little tiny bit to when she gives her <laughs> lover a gun. <laughs> and um, he says, oh, it's for protection. Otherwise, he wouldn't have... He would have checked the chamber. Now, that wasn't the same gun as she has in her drawer. Because the gun was, wasn't was a chambered gun. The gun was like the one she, he took out. was had one of those, I'm really not very good on guns. but barrel. Yeah, a barrel. The other one was like an automatic pistol. That'd be right in saying. Actually, no, the gun barrel's the bit where the bullet comes out. Okay, but it has the thing chamber, where you I think it's chamber, chamber and you spin it round like in the old westerns, yeah. that sort of thing. Now... There's two different guns. We don't really know where she gave him... Where did she get that gun from? Because her other gun was totally different, the one she kept in her drawer. Maybe she just has a second gun. Yeah, just... Uh, yeah, just Maybe she has around. one for home, one for work. And yeah. She got well, one official one. Yeah. That's the one she uses as a cover. True. Mm. And my other question then is, this guy really didn't think it through because he's going out there to pay the photographer, yeah. um, his half... 
right under the window yep. of where she can see. He's obviously doing the dirty on her in that way. Would you not go somewhere else to meet him rather than right outside the window? Yes. I mean, that for me would be the case. Would it not you cover all bases? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, we like to cover all the bases. I think, yeah, d- d- this episode is, considering Due South is pretty usually pretty tight with its plots. A lot of plot holes in this one. Mm. I mean, you know, right down to the way, as we've said before, the way the physiotherapist acts. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's not the usual tightness that we enjoy. No, so they kind of needed that to move on the storyline, but yeah, it, it wouldn't really have worked, would it? In real life, you yeah. wouldn't have done that. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, if, I, if this was me, I wouldn't have done that. No, no, that's no. it. I mean, you know, he's obviously not thinking it. <laughs> he's a really bad um, criminal. So I'm much more scheming than them, I think. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> well, I would have shut the blinds when they were... Uh, yes. You know, yeah. all this way through, we've... And the one time she did shut the blinds was when she was talking to Ray Vecchio. I know. At no point... But she was doing nothing wrong. Or anything else that, yeah. The shooting up, no point did she shut those <laughs> blinds. <laughs> yeah, because at that point she closes the blinds because she realises she's been seen, but then they're open again for everything else. Yeah. Afterwards. Silly woman. I know, I know. Nobody's really thinking in this episode. <laughs> but you don't have a clear plan, Michelle. <laughs> you need a clear plan, what's the matter? Well, I was just looking up because... Uh... Because we were saying about this being less tight episode than some of the other mm. ones. I looked up the writers. So we've got Jeff King. I haven't looked up his credits yet. But there was two writers. Um, he's done... Oh, White Collar. Very well-known uh, American show. Uh, Kill Switch with Steven Seagal. Black Donnelly's. Yeah, so he's done a lot of stuff that I've not heard of. Oh, Continuum. Uh, a Canadian sci-fi show. So yeah, he's done a few bits. Stargate SG-1. He's done a few shows, but the other one's Kathy Slevin, who uh, I believe did a lot of the casting on Due South, because I think when we were talking to uh, Uh, Catherine Brouillet, she said she was hired by her, Mm. and uh, it was pretty instant. And then when we talked to uh, Tony Craig, he said previously that he was called back loads of times yeah. by her, I believe. But when I'm looking at some of her credits, some of her TV credits, and I'm sure she's lovely and actually be a lovely person to speak to, so we're not taking the mic, but I'm just looking at some TV shows she's done. VIP with Pamela Anderson as the lead. Right. They've got a load of cops and then her in some sort of white miniskirt affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is... Now, who knew these existed? Never heard of it. Police Academy, the series. Okay. Still stalking. Silk stockings. I'm still stalking. <laughs> Sorry, that was my... I think I said too much. <laughs> stalking and then still stalking. Ferris Bueller, the TV series. Okay. Right. And to be based on those TV shows and them never to have been heard of. The Police Academy I one I think I've heard of. I don't think I've seen it, but I did hear about a series. Anyway, yeah, I was just looking up for what they've done. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, it surprises it's... me. It sounds like she is someone of note. And again, just, it's not a bad episode. It's just got 
more plot holes I than think used our to. expectations have been raised through yeah. previous episodes, haven't they? Yeah. And I think we're going we're gonna to blame Jeff. <laughs> Can I ask a question, though? Sorry, so, Jeff, you're probably really nice. The, is it not the same writers every week? No. So you've got some by Paul Haggis, who was ah, the uh, guy at the helm of Due South. Uh, David Shaw was a producer and writer on it. Can we then find out who wrote on Victoria's Secrets? Or was Paul that Haggis. Who? And uh, I was saying Paul Haggis and uh, David, David Shaw. Shaw. Which is a great one, too. Those two. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it, because that was a particular, yeah. Well, again, he worked on House and... Uh, you know, and Paul Haggis went on to work on James Bond amongst so many other high-profile... I just wonder why you wouldn't keep the same writers. Well, just availability. I mean, on, on loads of TV shows, you've got multiple writers and oh, stuff. I didn't even it, think of that. You know, in America, they quite often got writers' rooms. I mean, this is Canadian, I know, uh, produced. But, uh, so yeah, no, lots, lots of shows have got multiple writers. Never even about it. I mean, I think it's just, it's usually the producer of the show which keeps the consistent standard and feel of the series mm-hmm. so even those different writers they'll usually go over the script and go well I like this I don't like that and you have a script editor would be usually the same most weeks I'd guess yeah I think mm. otherwise it would be obviously different You because everything's yeah. different in their writing aren't they so. but like there are some like for Dr. Eve there's loads of different writers mm. and you can tell the style of particular writers but most of them keep the consistency of the character of that doctor throughout and it just changes when they regenerate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they would be guided by the people who work on the series week in, week out as to uh, you know, lose that, add that, because that's more Doctor-like. And in this case, that's more inconsistency with Benny and Ray's relationship and who they are. Yeah. Okay. God, we've gone all serious now. Oh, give me another oh. note which I can make. Well, let's get back to something silly then. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go back to imagining um, Benny going down the corridor in his wheelchair. Crash, oh, crashing gee. into the trolley and falling over. Oh, and... What did you say this remind you? <laughs> oh, well, no, it wasn't that bit. It was when he started on the stairs and he got to the bottom of the stairwell and I went, oh, this is not going to be another Ironside, is it? Because when I was younger, my dad loved Ironside, another detective show, blah, blah. And, and nothing wrong with Ironside, obviously. He was, he was in a wheelchair. Actually, you know, and it was great to see more, you know. Um, I believe one of the few shows from the new country your dad was a fan of. Yes, obviously. And um, normally we don't have that. We just have sing-alongs around the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in Ironside, there would often be times when there would be like a baddie would jump through a window and you'd see Ironside get to the window, but you never saw how he got inside the building. You'd just then see him inside the building. Yeah. And as a child, you can imagine I used to, well, probably me, who questions everything, used to think, how did he get in there? <laughs> I'd be like, how did he get in there? And it was only a bit of child sort of just trying to think out, you know, how did he will? Could he go around? Did, he, did someone help him? You know, because it didn't leave, there was no logical way into the building other than through this window. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, they're going to do another one of those where they get to the bottom of the stairs and then suddenly he's at the top of the stairs. But what made me laugh, actually, was he got to the top of the stairs. And we saw him get to the top of the stairs. But then I just had this vision of then everyone else going down the stairs again. And he'd be like, oh, great. <laughs> Luckily that didn't happen. No. All the action went on upstairs. <laughs> and this was another moment where I was like, right, so that's that's Benny, of course. And he's literally just been injured and then he bumped his head there. Yep. Uh, that's fine. But then deep, shot but an episode or two ago... 
running around the place happy as Larry. Yeah. yeah. Where's his recuperation time? <laughs> he didn't need three weeks. <laughs> what you're saying, he's more man. Yeah, next day, <laughs> just like his, just like his granddad. That's how we wolves do. Yeah. Wow. I guess um, Deep didn't have a pervy um, physiotherapist. She's probably taking her time with the physio, so she gets to spend more time with them. And and you know, Deep comes down and uh, helps out Benny and goes, "See, I'm there for you, unlike some people." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna let him live it. Not gonna no. let him live it down. Oh no! This is gonna be going on for weeks. Yeah. So we've uh, we're at this point now. We've got the doctor. She's got a gun out. Um, it ends up in the hospital corridor, and she's firing shots. And God, the police are there now. And Benny's trying to talk her down. You know, don't shoot him. Blah blah blah. But she fires a shot. Um, towards Benny, doesn't she? And Ray just leaps in front and takes yeah. that bullet. Now this I do like. This yeah. whole thing of like, uh, now he's returned the favour, if you like. He's He's got his back back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's also been shot in return uh, to protect him. And you get the feeling this is the moment which finally puts him... I mean, they're joking about it in the last scene, which we'll yeah. play in in a minute. We don't usually do this, but we're going to play in the last scene. Uh, at which timestamp are we going to play that in? I didn't write down a time. That's really helpful, I did say, isn't it? I did say one. But I gave it and I called it um, Benny Jerking Ray. <laughs> well, that, that's so helpful <laughs> that for, help? for me finding the time. <laughs> didn't help, did it? <laughs> Somehow not. I, it was weird. Oh. Yeah, it was a very... Yeah, it's a weird scene. Like, visually, you've got Ray in a... <laughs> was it it really, would be, wouldn't was it? Was it a weird scene? You've got Ray in visually. a Visually. And Benny is still in a wheelchair, but Benny's pushing Ray in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a strange. Or was it? Oh yeah, was it Benny jerking Ray? Or yeah. Jer- oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just play this clip. Um, I, I th- oh, what are we playing now? Yeah, go on. Are you going to say something? No, sorry, but I think it was at that point that we raised. Or but I think it was. It was thought maybe Ray had constructed this whole thing <laughs> to actually save him to go right. We're equal now. <laughs> yeah. We're done. <laughs> Even Stevens. Yeah. Oh, that was it. Even Stevens. Oh no, guys, just just stop talking when you're finished. Don't try and bluff the time or anything like that to help me out. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm quite happy to sit here in silence. That's fine. <sighs> Sorry about this, listeners. You see, I have to deal with. I know such amateurs. Stop jerking it. Be careful. Okay, okay, okay. Does it hurt? Of course it hurts. Thanks. For what? Getting shot? Yeah. Yeah, I figured you liked that. Well, I'm not proud about that, but I'll admit I did get a certain perverse pleasure on him. Aha, you see, you were mad at me. What you shot me in the back? Well, that was an accident. Well, I know, so it was yours. I mean, it was an accident, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was. Well, there you go. Enough said. Even Steven. Even Steven? <laughs> Just give me those binoculars, will you? Even Steven. Nobody says even Steven anymore. Really? Yes. Why? It's juvenile. Oh, dear. Is there something going on in that window over there? 
I think that's I think that's an absolutely lovely button on this series. Like, yeah, that's the whole end of the series yeah. thing. So even though, again, I think ending with Victoria's Secret would have been a really strong ending to the series altogether. Yeah. I think part of that last scene we just listened to, though, the visual helps with the audio. <laughs> <laughs> the start of it have the visual, right? But the, <laughs> the visual does um, explain a lot of the audio, which, yeah. Well, they're in wheelchairs and they sat next to each other and they're talking about both in shock now. I think he said don't stop jerking and does that. No, hurt. don't not don't stop jerking. Oh. Stop <laughs> jerking. <laughs> don't stop joking jerking yeah. makes it considerably and does worse. it hurt? I think yeah. Okay. We're being juvenile, aren't we? Yes. Well, <laughs> okay, right, uh so that's pretty much the episode uh and the series one. So yeah. uh so let's let's give our best ofs for this week. So first of all, what's your uh, best Diefenbaker moment of the week? I mean, I think that's pretty obvious for me. Uh, for me, it's the moment when Benny's got a fly on his toe. And oh, okay. And and Deef just won't help. I suppose there are quite a few Deef moments. It was actually. a little bit of attitude from Deef there, and I really liked it. I think for me, it's the bit where Deef's paw comes up and flips him the finger. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what is your actual favourite bit? That actually, was that my favourite bit. That didn't actually happen. In my head, it did. Um, I think it was when he told Ray to get off the chair. Oh. I, I think it's the, the scene before that for me when uh, Benny talking about how all the nurses are thorning after him and he's basically taken over the ward because <laughs> yeah. that's what Dotty would do. Yeah. Um, most. Oh, sugar, I haven't even really thought about this. Um, most. American of the week. My most American, I was going to go for the lover. The blackmailing lover. Because. Um, because, and I always try not to make it sound bad on Americans. Cause I don't have anything bad to say about most, but, um, well, I do. But I don't mean it. Oh, I need to shush. Just say it. No, he was just, he was a bit of a bad egg, wasn't he? And I'm not saying that I think all Americans are bad eggs, but. Um, he was a bad egg in the way that some Americans are. That some Americans are, yes. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Well, I am going to go with the doctor, the female doctor, because she had a gun that was obviously not licensed. Okay. Oh, on gun control, America. Oh, controversial. There you go. I am going to go with the physiotherapist because it's due to America's problems with healthcare at that time, which they're trying to, some in America are trying to go back to, of people being uninsured and having problems with the way it all works. That's how you get to physiotherapists like that, <laughs> working under poor conditions with no gloves. Yes. Uh, most Canadian of the week. Um, I, I wondered if everyone was going to go for the same one as me, but I was going to go for his nan. Yep. Yep. Because she's Canadian. So was I. Brooks, you were Canadian? Yeah, yeah, I was once upon a time. Okay. I had the operation and now I'm not. <laughs> the Canadian file. Yeah. And a fight. Sounds so wrong. The Canadian so right. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a word. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, this is what happens after. Uh, 
How many hours? Eight hours of drinking and recording? Nine hours. Goodness, has it been that long? Yeah, we've been sat here for nine Limey. hours drinking and recording. And Ian will unlock the room soon. Oh, sorry. Detective Squee <laughs> will unlock the room soon and we can leave. Free us! Free us! <laughs> help! Help! Let's put it on a I mean, stop. I don't want anything to sound innuendous at this stage, but you've been in and out as you pleased all day. <laughs> Just to go on record that they are free to leave if they wish. <laughs> oh, they, I'm going with Nan too. Yeah. She's nice. And also, I think it was because um, Detective Squee brought up that thing about the rugged mm. Canadian side. And that made me think, yeah, actually, she's my my rugged Canadian yeah. Nan of the week. And you, Detective Squee? What, the most Canadian? No, we all, we all went with Nan. Yeah. Nan. yeah. It's a Canadian. The only one I was thinking of possibly doing was the healthcare <laughs> provider Because <laughs> she was very nice, really. And, she was uh, very friendly, very wasn't friendly. she? The healthcare provider. The, the, the uh, physio. physiotherapist. But you went for her for the other one as well. I know. He's going to be you like... You just want her as a... You <laughs> just want her. He just wants her as a physiotherapist. No, that was just going to be my joke. But okay, yeah, fine. You've yeah. ruined it, woman. <laughs> you henpeg me until it's all... Is that what that mark is on your head? Your thumbprint? No, that's where I've been rubbing it going, oh my god. <laughs> I can't bear this woman anymore. <laughs> son, son! <laughs> <laughs> you can't have your in-jokes on here. Oh, well, sorry. I just did. I'd say they should be out-jokes. Yeah. Then in-jokes, then out-jokes. Sorry. Okay, shall we try and call, call up Blaine? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, I forgot about this. Wait a minute, let me give me your phone here. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be there because he hasn't replied to my message yet, but we can try. I need to come in a bit. Mm. Those cows are small. Those are <laughs> far, far away. away. Are you calling him on um, Judah? I will keep calling Blaine to say. Are you thinking of me? <laughs> I can't remember the lyrics, but I know it goes along that line. Are you sleeping? If you're sleeping... Oh yeah! That's very loud! A bit deafening! Slightly. Turn it down now! Thank you, appreciate oh, that! Yeah. Oh. Hey, Blaine! Blaine, are you there? Blaine! Okay, we're connected, but he's not talking. <laughs> Blaine, can you hear me? Are you there, Blaine? Blaine, I Move can't... Move the table if you can hear me! <laughs> if you're there but we can't hear you, try turning your video on so I could see you at least, sir. I don't think we've got Blaine. <laughs> oh. I think we're blameless. No, we can't be blameless. Oh. Blaine! Come to us, Blaine. Well, you can blame us, blame us but it's not our fault. <laughs> oh, you're not in your picture. Yeah, I am. Okay, we haven't got Blaine. Oh, sad times. Did he answer? Well, it seemed to answer. Ooh. Okay, uh, well, we're going to continue trying to get Blaine. Uh, anyone got anything else to say, really? I mean, you know. Been fun going through series one. 
Yeah. Or season one? Season one. It's a bit sad. Oh. We got a call. That's very loud. Hey, Blaine. Uh, hi. Can hi. you hear us this time? Hello. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. I, I can now. Were oh, you, okay, good. Were you there before? Yeah, I was. I was like, I'm like, I'm making noise, damn it. <laughs> oh, could you hear us? Yeah, I could hear you. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't you rattle the table then if you could hear us? I did. <laughs> I did. Did you put your camera on so I could see you? Uh, my, I don't know what's going on with my camera. I thought it was on. Oh, can you try turning it on? I'll try turning it off and back on again. I don't know. Oh, that's like the IT crowd. Have you tried turning it off and on again. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried Nourish I have no, <laughs> I have no camera, apparently. Okay, how are you doing anyway, Blaine? I'm fucking great. How about you? We're, we're pretty darn good. Yeah, we're a good. little bit tipsy. We've been drinking for quite a while while podcasting. We've done three podcasts today. I know. I, in fact, I, do, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I think I have to. Hey. Are you ready to do something in a couple hours? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Five hours ago, I was ready. Yeah, do you know why? I'm working with women. <laughs> Don't you blame us. Ooh, a bad workman always blames his tools. He and call some us bad tools. tools blames the workman. <laughs> oh, I've, I've only I've offended both now, the male and female. Good going, Nicola. So yeah, this went off the rails quite a while ago. Uh, I mean, sir, we want to talk Canadian Christmas with you because this is our Christmas special slash end of series one of Due South Spectacular. Oh, good. The spectacular. Well, it's more spectacular now you're here. No, it's, uh, I was about to say, it's too late. I'm going to tell people I was the spectacular guest. <laughs> yes, after our other spectacular guest had to pull out last minute. <laughs> oh, you mean five hours ago? <laughs> Go and say it. Say it. Say it. I just heard, heard so you. What? I just heard you puffing down on something, and you usually say a certain phrase after that. Vape nice. Thank you. <laughs> I know. It just brings me great joy when Johnny says that. When Blaine says that. <laughs> Johnny can't come to the phone thing, right. right. Johnny can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because he's dead. <laughs> right. Was that Brittany who did that? Who was that? Who did that thing? Oh, Taylor Swift. That sounds like Brittany. No, it's Taylor Swift. No, it's Taylor. Yeah. Taylor Swift, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the hater's going to hate, 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 hate. (laughs) But I'm just going to shake, 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 shake. (laughs) Shake Johnny off. Shake Johnny off. Oh, should we leave? That doesn't sound right. (laughs) I don't see what sounds wrong with it, Blade. Okay, good, good. Uh, so, Mr. Blaine, what what do you got planned for Christmas? Um, funny story. I was joking with the mother-in-law because we're going over the in-laws this year. You know, we kind of, you know, it's their turn to host, right? Nice. And um, I sent, uh, hey, here's what we need Christmas morning. And it was like a punch that had raspberry vodka. Oh, we, and we, then, we're drinking raspberry uh, rum right now. Sorry, go on. Ah, there you go. Nice. Raspberry rum? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Raspberry white rum. I might, if I see, if I come across something like that, I'm going to have to give that a go, for sure. It's lovely. It's a Bacardi. And and you said that to many a boy. (laughs) Yes. After they shake me off. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Oh, shit. Okay, so anyway. 
Then a couple of days later, I just kept getting these messages every couple of days that said, hey, I got raspberry vodka. I'm like, are, are we are we fucking getting drunk Christmas morning? <laughs> and, I, and I think we are. Is that not a tradition in Canada then? No, we. we my wife us? always says I have to wait till noon. Oh, okay. Oh. So we start the day with alcohol here. We do. We have to, <laughs> we, not me personally, but... Um, well, no, no, it's but, us personally, not the country of, of the United Kingdom. See, we have Buck's nah. Fizz yeah. on Christmas morning. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Mm. We're just pissheads, really, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. See, well, I was thinking, because it's legal now, that Christmas morning I was going to try something called the first annual Wake and Bake Christmas. Oh, mm. nice. And I'm not what what I'm gonna do, right? Is I'm gonna use uh, it in like the eggs, okay. like use like make like edibles out of the eggs and not tell anybody. <laughs> yes. What I've what I've often said is I'm worried that Blaine's too coherent and sober sounding when I speak to him. He should be more stoned, right? <laughs> Which is funny. Funny, you caught me at a sober moment. Oh, I'm no sorry. We can call my back. <laughs> but I gotta go pick my kid up in a couple hours. They tend to frown on being intoxicated. Uh, oh, are you allowed to have one or, or none? I don't know. <laughs> what was you saying? We could lift a glass with you virtually. I um, I have a Monster Energy drink in my hand. Oh, that's that's fine enough. Okay, you're, you're not allowed one shot or something. I, I maybe, but I'd have to go away and get it. We don't mind. And then I'd have, but it's all the way upstairs. Oh, that that's far. Yeah, that's far, eh? <laughs> it's all yeah. the way up the stairs, eh? And you did get very Canadian when you were saying that. It was Canadian <laughs> slash um, the guy from Making a Murderer. <laughs> oh, it's very far, eh? Oh, damn, damn you, shit. <laughs> Making a murderer. They're from the south. Actually, Play, I love, blaming I love a murderer. When, <laughs> I love what Americans call other Americans Southerners, and I got to pull out my Game of Thrones line and just be like, "You're all Southerners to me." <laughs> no, we, well, yeah, no, we did already pull out the ho 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 a eh? joke tonight. Oh shit. Yeah, you mean they're not protesting that and trying to get it changed to ha 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 because it's less offensive to women? <laughs> not yet. No. I wish I was making this up, but what I find lately, since you brought it up, is I didn't. All these stories always existed, but it's like now people are like, oh my god, can you believe people are offended by this? Yeah. No, I can't because I haven't met a single one. That's. I was having this conversation earlier with my stepdaughter that. That's bullshit. Yeah, you get all these articles which are shared by people, usually on the right of things, the right wing is in not correct, uh, <laughs> and they share all these articles, but you never once hear the person who's actually offended or anyone who knows anyone who's been offended by these things. And they're also always so offended. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not even like, oh yeah, I see, it's really, they're really offended. Yeah, it's the right winger more offended at offence than the people getting offended. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know what the problem is? Follow is it's America. And I'll tell you what's wrong with America. America's acting like spoiled children. The country was founded by spoiled children. Who are like, UK is too hard. We're going away. Fuck it. We're going to go start. We're leaving home. And they've just been whiny bitches since 1776. 
And we say that, and I'd love to blame the Americans, but we get the same thing here. We get... Uh, they blame me! Our whiny bitches. Oh, there's British whiny bitches? Yeah, we call them Daily Mail readers and conservatives. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, man, we're getting everybody in trouble now. You're just alienated like half your audience. I don't think half our audience is left right wing. I, I, I think we'd put them off. Long All ago. Right. Well, you know, here's what you do. If you're offended by what Ian said, go to iTunes, look up, do South by Southeast, and give it a one star review. And then in the in the where where you get to write stuff, say Blaine says hi. Well, and I think you say that, but I don't think I squeeze should be blamed for anything that Ian says. <laughs> this is why I've got the pseudonym is for plausible deniability. Ah, you see, that's why I got rid of my pseudonym. No more plausible deniability for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, Blaine, we find you innocent of anything Johnny did. You go, no, fuck you, I did it. <laughs> yeah, it was all me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I think that's my problem, and that's why I hate Christmas, is it just brings out a bunch of whining. Yeah. Not not all the time, but like because your friends kind of usually share some of the similar beliefs and stances you do. That's why you're friends. Your family you didn't get to pick, and they will never agree with you about anything. Or is that just my family? No, no, no. that's universal. Yeah, I know, I know. My the last conversation I had with my father-in-law, I said, "Okay then," and he kept going. I'm like, "I said okay then." <laughs> My my favorite one is uh, I had a lovely conversation with my uncle Frank at my birthday the other week, and uh, we were chatting away. And you know he he's he is conservative. I joke about conservatives, but my dad was one. I I'm not, like I don't hate anyone who's on conservative side of things. But we're having a nice old conversation. He goes, "Oh, he's still kind of like uh, on the side of Labour." I go, "Oh, it's not never really Labour. I just don't like a lot of the stuff conservatives do." And we talked about Brexit for a bit, and he voted to leave, I vote to remain. And he said, uh, and I said, look, at least you've got to admit that they're making a lash up of it. He goes, oh, yeah, completely. It's a complete mess. And I go, you see, in her way, Theresa May is uniting us in hate against this deal. Look at the bright side. I, I, you know what? What you said sounded really smart, so I'm going to agree with you. Well, it's like some people. But... Some people wanted a good version of a thing that Brexit. Uh, some people didn't want it, and we're getting a really bad version of it. So everyone hates it. So we're all together. It's good. Hey, is that guy that looks like an orangutan? Is he still a politician? Because I heard like everybody who caused Brexit quit. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he had a haircut because he thought he might have a shot at getting control of the Conservatives. Boris Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, he was a rather long-haired hippie. Yeah, what happened, no, I mean... what happened was uh, they think that he... There's a lot of people who have suggested that he had that look to try and, uh, you know, create a persona to basically trick people into... It's, it was a way of getting attention. And then they had a vote of no confidence to try and get rid of Theresa May. And because they thought she was going to lose that, he got this haircut. Because basically what happened was the next day she won the vote. And then he came out on TV and suddenly he had this very nice, neat haircut. And people were going, that's a bit of a funny coincidence. Almost like he thought he had a shot of doing something which he'd like to look smart for. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's pretty.
pretty cool. Yeah, it's quite funny. It was a telltale haircut. <laughs> Could you imagine though? America has Trump and we have Boris Johnson. Yeah, it's the ballot bad hair. What if you did a swap? You know, like wife swap. And you did a Boris Johnson <laughs> for Trump swap. You know what? As Just much as I... Just for a couple of days. Let's see how it goes. Oh my God, as much as I hate Boris Johnson, I think I prefer him. I, oh my God. Trump makes Boris Johnson look good. See, th- I have a goal in life and I know Mr. Trudeau won't do it, but there is a part of me because say what you want about the guy and I say a lot about him, but he has amazing hair. And he's a good-looking guy, and I want him to rail the shit out of Donald Trump's wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want a leaked sex tape with, like, dirty, like, dirty, just, like, like the rankest dirty <laughs> sex ever, like, peeing and poop and, you know, just, yeah, I, I want that to happen. I that That's... <clears throat> I will completely change my tune and vote for Justin Trudeau anytime he runs. If he bangs, what what's her name? I keep wanting to say Melania. Do you Melania? Not think yeah. Melania Trump's uh, humiliated enough by her current husband that she's with? I I think uh, I think getting uh, railed from behind by Trudeau uh, would probably be a, a a step up for her. I think that would uh, uh, reduce some of the shame. <laughs> She feels, I think. So she goes on to have humiliation with him, but she's from the humiliation that she's had from Donald Trump. I don't know. <laughs> this all started as a funny joke, and you're making me overanalyze it, and I'm, I'm confused now. Well, at least we managed to bring it around to Canadian politics, so sort of in the theme of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, technically, uh, you know, I mean... Like, now, here's the real question, right? This whole Brexit thing, does Canada have to come with you? Like, what's the deal there? Well, some people want the Canadian model, which is basically the deal Canada's got with Europe. Oh, Oh. when you said the Canadian model, all I thought was, smoke weed every day. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be a lot voting for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. I, I never thought I would be a pothead, but here I am. Is there something kind of just just to kind of wrap things up, sir? Because we're nearly at the Jesus the two hour mark. Uh, is there anything that that's Canadian at Christmas time that probably we don't do over here or the rest of the world? I don't know, because it's it's the way I've done every Christmas. So I don't know. I mean, do you have turkey? Yeah, turkey is fairly universal. Um, do you fight with your relatives? Always. Yeah. Oh, wait, you guys have Boxing Day too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay, that is a decidedly un-American thing. They don't have Boxing Day. Something I was thinking about when I was watching this episode of Juice South, actually, because they brought out uh, brought up uh, uh, Benny's mother, is that we, you and I, we often rib each other about our differences in language and stuff. But unlike yes. the Americans... We spent two hours talking about crisps. Yeah, but, un- <laughs> but unlike... Unlike the Americans, you and I both have a mum. That's true. A mum and a bum. So so what you're saying is all Americans are bastards by default. <gasps> you have said that. I couldn't possibly comment. But we've got mums and bums, the two words which unite <laughs> Canada and the UK. <clears throat> there you go. I don't know. I honestly, I, you know what? Next year I'm coming over for Christmas. No, I'm not. Awesome. I don't have the money. 
but you're invited. <laughs> there we go. That's what we'll do. We'll start a GoFundMe for send Blaine. I'll probably have to bring my wife, maybe my kid, to what are you on this show? E-Squee and Detective Squee. Detective Squee to Squee's house. Yeah, Squee's Unannounced. House. It has to be unannounced. I have to just show up and be like, dude, I bet you thought I was taller. Like a sweet. No, I knew you were short ass. <laughs> and then I'd stand next and then to I'd say, dude, what does mine say? <laughs> like a sweet. Stand next to Michelle, you'll feel taller. <laughs> Wait, better see this, but I'm crying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how tall I am in your country. And, and how, she, how do you measure she was, she, was, she was saying it to me that I can't see that she's crying because she's in, very short. I can't make it out from here. In feet and inches. Yeah. You do feet and inches? Uh, yeah. We do too. Somebody says, I'm 100 and whatever centimeters tall. I'm like, I have no what clue. They're that? like, but you're on metric. I'm like, yeah, but nobody uses that shit. No. <laughs> By the way, Blaine, you keep on saying you're going to record certain things for this podcast. Shall we do it now while you're on the line? Yeah, yeah. That'd be a great idea. Can you do, uh, to a tune of your choice, what rum we drink in, Michelle? And I, and I just do that like a jolly, like, yo, ho, ho. What rum are we drinking, Michelle? No, I need something that rhymes with Michelle. Oh, I like that. I like what you just did, but um, because uh, we're gonna get drunk as hell. Ah, yo ho ho! We're getting drunk as hell. What rum are we drinking, Michelle? Uh, uh, it's close. It feels like I need an, a couple more syllables. Yo ho ho! We're getting drunk as hell. But tell me this first: what rum are we drinking, Michelle? Okay, okay. One more time. Give it to me one more time. Feeling? Uh, yo ho ho, we're getting drunk as hell. <laughs> but first, tell me this: what rum we drinking, Michelle? Okay, yo ho ho, we're getting drunk as hell. But tell me this first: what are we drinking, Michelle? That stuff seems like what seems rum we drinking? Awkward. You missed the yeah, word yeah. rum out. The word rum, I think, makes it scan. Try it again. Okay, okay, okay. Yo ho ho, we're getting drunk as hell. Can you tell me what rum we're drinking, Michelle? It's a little awkward, but you know what? The whole show's a little awkward, so I think that's good. <laughs> right, yeah. can you take that and put some music to it? Oh. Sure. Much cheeky. Yo, ho, ho, we're getting drunk as hell. Tell me what we're drinking, Michelle. I forgot rum. Yeah, try again. That was I, good, I like it just like that. I like, I forgot rum. Leave that. No, one more take with rum. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Yo ho ho, we're getting drunk as hell. Tell me what rum are we drinking, Michelle? Perfect. Okay. I, I aim to please. This is fucking recording history happening, people. Yeah. You uh, get to hear it live. Well, you're probably not streaming, hey? Are you like ever gonna stream again? Yeah, well. <laughs> After a 24 hour stream, you're like, fuck live streaming. Am I ever gonna stream again? I'll have to consult doctors. But, uh. Ah, but I'm. Can you do something about best moments of the week? Okay. Best moments or Mountie something? Well, like we do the uh, most American, most Canadian, and best Stephen Baker moment. So we need an umbrella which does that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, What's the word that rhymes with week? Uh, uh... Oh, okay, I got it, I got it. Here we go, here we go, here we go. 
Can you give me the information that I seek? Can you tell me what the best moments of the week are? Okay. That's great, but where's the music, sir? (laughs) (sighs) Hold on. Hold on. I'll be right back. Holding. This is exciting. Music happening before our very ears, ladies. So don't say anything, just pop the Pringles, that would be... Yeah, we're just going to add crunching into the sound now. Brilliant. Yeah. I just thought you could edit it. Edit out the crunch. Oh yeah, hold on, I'm going to put my headphones on. Then the week you'll be like, okay. oh, why are you spinning your can, can you give me the information I seek and tell me what the best moments of the week are? Okay. Arr. Can you give me information I seek and tell me what the best moments of the week are oh brilliant <laughs> so good that was very tenacious D I mean I could have tuned the guitar first but why <laughs> yeah we'd hate to seem professional <laughs> right after what 30 Eight episodes, however many, it would be a bit late in the day. Yeah, if you ever raise standards, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> so, sir, this has actually been a lot of fun. Uh, and, and It know, has. I'll message you, of course, you know, um, as we do. But uh, just, just a Merry Christmas, and we love you very much, sir. Yeah, Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas. And to Merry all Christmas. a good night. Good night. So this is Christmas. Mm-hmm. And what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. I don't know the word. Oh, bling your, uh, bling your beautiful yo-ho-ho. And a bottle of rum. Arr. Arr. How did, how did the, the Do South podcast get a pirate theme somehow? Because uh, of the rum. Uh, rum. Yeah, how did we rum. get rum? Yeah, yeah, rum. We live by yeah, the rum. water, and pirates always drink rum. Yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, is it really? But I'll go with it. <laughs> and Michelle wears an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, just gnawing her head. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Blaine. Right on. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, is it, that isn't that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, like I said, I'm like I said goodbye, and then I was looking at her face. I'm like, I'm supposed to say goodbye, right? Blaine, my finger is currently on the stop button as soon as I move it, this call ends. <laughs> okay, you hang up first. Okay. You hang up first. You complete me. <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't I don't think I'm supposed to be though. Okay, what we can do is <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was Blaine. Uh, and that was Due South first. Season one and Christmas and shit. Have <laughs> you just given up now, haven't you? A little bit. So, uh, for me, uh, I very... Well, let's do the sign-off with our names. So, for me, Detective Squee from Dottie Baker from... Civilian Aid Nicola and Mountie Michelle. We'd like to wish you a very Jew South Christmas and a Canadian New Year. Three, two, one. Merry Merry Christmas! Christmas!
that's it. Keep it coming, sis pointed. Due south by southeast. southeast. Just as I start the theme tune, you guys each shove a fucking pinkle in your mouth. I crunch it now. First of all, eat it now. No, go and make the noise now. It doesn't matter. Lobster. Go and crunch, crunch your pringle. Crunch your pringle, Michelle. <laughs> see, you, see you in the new year, probably. Love you guys.